Hello and welcome back to Up The Duff. We have episode three and we've got a real treat for you. We've got the first episode of 2021, which guess what? Has also been awful. So um, we're very sorry about that, although it's not really our fault. Obviously the club put out their quiz of 2020 and myself and Harry did that. I got 29 out of 30. Yeah, I think I got about 25. Um is eh, it's good enough i can i can live with it yeah the, the one i got wrong was saying ryan broom got the support as player of the year when it was ben tozer should have known that but i didn't but for today we have the alternative cheltenham town quiz of 2020 where myself and harry will be going through a mastermind type quiz to see who knows the most useless stuff about Cheltenham in 2020? This is Connor to Mastermind. Du, 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 du. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Would you um, like to go first? Yeah, me and Ben, we're really, we're really pushing the, the extremities of our, our knowledge here. Um, we've we've both gone out of our way to find difficult. But like no, not not just difficult, really difficult questions. Um, Ridiculous questions, yeah. stupid questions. Yes, stuff really no one really needs to know. Some of them aren't even that; they're very loosely related to Cheltenham Town. <laughs> but feel free to play along at home. So, out yes. working. Um, we'll give each other ninety seconds to ask. All the questions we've got and obviously the winner is whoever has the most but the best part of this is whenever we have a guest on the podcast and we are having guests we've got at least two rounded up which is more than last year because we had none in two episodes oops but we have got guests and they will be doing corner tom mastermind yes we're using that name so we have 90 seconds about 30 questions and hopefully we don't embarrass ourselves, but I'm certain that we will. Almost, almost definitely. So, Harry, would you like to ask first or answer first? I'd, I'd like to put you in the hot seat. I, I want you to feel the pressure before I have to. Oh, God. Okay. Ladies like and bad. gentlemen, and the one of you in America, I'm about to embarrass myself. So... When you're ready, Harry, if you set the timer at your end, and I will not move at all because this chair is really creaky. Okay, Ben. As soon as I press this 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 button on my phone. Oh God. We will begin. Ben. I'm ready. Well, time starts. Now, last season, we went on a run of games where we only conceded one goal at most. How long was that run? Nine games. Wrong, 19. Who were our first away opponents of the new season? Morecambe. Wrong, Tranmere. <laughs> What's Josh Griffith's shirt number? 22. Wrong, 20. We oh beat God. South Shields in the first round of the FA Cup. What football tier are they in? I should. I almost bought shares in them before this game. Seventh. Eight. 
Speaking of tears, what COVID did to Cheltenham finish 2020 in? Oh, uh, I can't remember when they changed it. Was it? Yeah, it was three. They changed it on Boxing Day, didn't they? Yeah, but we finished the year in four, so that was wrong too. Oh, God. Also, speaking of tears, what was the score between Northampton and Exeter in the playoff final? 4-0. Correct. Yeah. How many different Cheltenham players scored against Exeter in December? Three. Four. Which former player scored against us for Morecambe on the game first game week? Tom Nichols. Liam McAlinden. Who does Ronins play for now? Someone in the the one below the National League South. Maidenhead. Um, oh, which summer God. signing joined us from Doncaster? Summer signing? Matty Blair. Yes, you're Two. right. And the clock is oh, done. Oh, my God. That was uh, ten, 10 questions. And uh, you scored two points. That's what? 20%? Yeah, which, which all things considered is actually pretty good, I think. You can, uh, right, so I'm going to take out all the nice questions the back I've for, for you here. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do any research other than what I've got here, which is obviously my I mean, I, I had 10 more questions that I could have asked you. We're oh. going to have to do an extra segment after this where we go We're through have the to do uh, part, questions part we didn't really. ask. Yeah, right. I, I gave you much nicer questions, but we are, we are going to go. Harry, are you ready? I am ready, yes. I will start the stopwatch and probably forget to look, so you might get more time than me. When I press this button, that one okay. there, we are going to go. Are you ready? I am ready, Ben. Okay. Oh, my phone's turned off. We are off. What was our first game of 2020? Ooh, um, Newport. Correct. Away. Yes. How many red cards did we receive in 2020? Two. No, zero. On what date did we sign Alfie May? Um, January the 5th. 3rd. How many shades of blue are there on the torso of the away shirt? Three. Yes. Oh, that was meant to be one of the nasty ones. Who scored the second goal of our win over Morecambe in February? Um, Varney. It's Alfie May. Who scored our ninth goal of the year? What kind of question is that? Will Boyle. <laughs> Honor Thomas, what did I say I'd go dressed as if we go up? Oh, is ah no, um, I can't remember. Like chicken, Cookie Monster. Oh, in what town was former Maloney Jake Doyle Hayes born in? Um, it's very Scottish. Is it um? No, I pass. And we're out of time. The answer was Bally James Duff. <laughs> what? Hang on, I'm going to do another re response to that because that was... Um, oh yeah, you swore, naughty Harry. Explicit. <laughs> um, how am I supposed to know that? Perfect. It's got Duff in it. 
So <laughs> what a know it. It's a very. How many did I get? It was like three, um, wasn't it? Yeah, you you won. You did beat me. Hey. I am incredibly upset you didn't get the Cookie Monster one, considering I love the Cookie Monster. It completely went over my head. Um, I mean, the following question was, what, do, what, according to the Cookie Monster, does C stand for? Cookie! I thought that would be way too easy. So, <laughs> would you like to do the rest of the questions without the time pressure? Without, okay, without, uh, yeah, yeah, sure, we do. We'll, we'll, we'll you got three, right, I think. Mm-hmm. We are ask, we'll ask each other one at a time and see if we can top up that score a bit. Something more respectable that you'd expect Cheltenham to ban. Yeah, of, of course. So, would you like to start? Yeah, sure. Uh, how old is George Lloyd? 20. He is. Getting in. Um... Which former loanee is currently rumoured to get a move to Newcastle? Oh, it's um, Rob Dickey. It's Jacob Greaves. Oh, yeah. They're both <laughs> on, eh? <laughs> well, the answer I've got written here is Greaves. And yeah. That's probably more relevant to, to last yeah. year as well. Okay. Um, it's funny. So my my question was, the first game of twenty twenty took place away at Newport. What is their stadium called? Rodney Parade. Mm-hmm. I I've been there. It's not very nice. Not I'm at all. not surprised. See, my law teacher was from Newport, and I was in one of the lessons. I was like, Hey, Miss, guess where I'm going Friday? She went, Oh, I don't know. I said Newport. She went, Oh, God. Should have known from then. Okay, my next question was: What was Chel- what was Cheltenham's highest scoring game of the year? Um, the extra game. It was correct. You go. Um, what noticeable day did the Forest Green game take place on? Saturday. <laughs> Is that not noticeable, noticeable enough? On a hazard, a hazard a guess. Was it your birthday? No. Was it my birthday? No. Oh God. It was. It was the thirty first of October. Yeah, I know your your birthday's not even in October, is it? No. I knew that. What what day was it? It's Halloween, Ben. Oh God! I oh. Origin originally I was gonna say special day, but it's not that special to me at all. So I thought I'd just go for noticeable instead. I mean, I forgot what day Christmas was this year. It's always the twenty fifth. I just comes with that the complete inability to understand what numbers mean. That's mm-hmm. my excuse. Um, page two. Which Bristol team did we play in August? Uh, Bristol City. The answer I've got here is both. <laughs> That's gonna be my trick question. Um, so I've who did Cheltenham play in Michael Duff's one hundredth game? That is a good question. 
Oh, I'm gonna go with some just a team that doesn't even matter. Stevenage. Grimsby. Oh, that just ugh. got grim in their name. Ugh. What was our first competitive game of the season? Uh, Peterborough away. In the Correct. Cup. I've I've forgotten to do the scores again. Um, I think you're winning five four. It was Peterborough, yes. Um, next question was a bit of a follow-up to the last one. It was, who manages Grimsby Town? Oh, it's the guy they had in the National League now, isn't it? I, I should what is know. It? This is not Ian Holloway anymore. He left, didn't he? Oh, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I could just say a random name and you'd have to assume it's correct. So... We'll, we'll just we'll just change the <laughs> we'll just change the question to who managed them when they beat us. Oh, was it Ian Holloway? Yeah, it was. Oh yes, get in. I finally got one right. My next question: Which over lockdown fictional character did I combine Mike Duff with? Uh, it was the uh, the Gruffalo. It was, and for a bonus point, what did I call it? Well, you told me in an Xbox party, Harry, I have combined Michael Duff with a children's book character. And then we in tandem said the Duffalo. Duffalo. It's an amazing name. And as soon as I learn to draw properly, I'll do the entire book. And... uh, See what happens. Can't wait. Your your turn. Um, <laughs> this is a really mean one. What was Cheltenham's points per game last season? I know we got like sixty-four. Uh, one of mine involves points per game, so I probably should have written it down. Um, two point three five. No, and there one point seven eight. Two point three five would have got us promoted, wouldn't it? Yeah. Fun fact, um, had a crew player, I believe it was, hit the target from a yard out at an open goal, we'd have got promoted. <laughs> but, wow. Not, not nice. My next question, who is the women's team's manager? I don't know. Fair enough, moving on. Tom Davies. No, that is no disrespect to the women's team. I mean, I used to work for the women's team. That's the only reason I know it. Harry did not used to work for the women's team, so has not much reason to know it. Exactly. Um, you actually answered my next question while you were answering the last question. It was, how many points did we actually finish with? Was it 64? Yes. Get in. Right. My next question. Who did we displace on points per game in 1920? Um, it was Axter, wasn't it? It was. I'm pretty sure it's one of the only changes in the league table which was quite funny <laughs> what an absolute banter club see most clubs banter era involves relegation 
and heartbreak and horrific, horrific circumstances. Ours just involves going above Exeter in the league, thankfully. Hey, next um, question. Next question is, uh, which of last season's departures now plays for Burton Albion? Luke Varney. Yes. I do remember he went as like a player coach. <laughs> My next question. Who was spat on? <laughs> um, there are some inappropriate responses to this question, but the answer is... Hmm. I feel like it's a midfielder. It's a coach. Oh, sh- after the crew game. Oh yeah, of course it's um Wade Elliott. Correct, and one of my um, I can't remember what the things called. The guy that teaches video editing at uni on my course was about three yards away, moving some uh, sound equipment or something, and somehow didn't get any of it on camera. So uh, interesting. Your turn. Um, the next question is, which club did Ellis Chapman join from? Brighton. Nope, that is the blonde no, one. that's Lewis Freestone. It's Lincoln. Yes. Yes, I'm taking that. Got that there in the end. My game, my rules. Here's a mean <laughs> one I wasn't going to... Here's a mean one that I was on the fence... Which one song from the pre-match playlist at Warden Road is also in one of my playlists? Um, Jesus Christ, Ben. That's what I was on the fence not about. Much, there's not much scope to that. I'll give you a hint, it's also a colour. See, Yellow by Coldplay. Violet by Seagulls. Wait, that's on the pre-match playlist? Yeah, that's how I know it. It was before the Portsmouth game and I've heard it. I thought, this is actually an alright song. See, I've I've never heard a Cheltenham game before. I thought, it's far too good for them to play pre-match. That's what I thought as well. That's why it's in my playlist. Okay, Um, your go. This is my final question, actually. Question number 20. Um, who was Cheltenham's last goal scorer before lockdown began? Circum. No, before lockdown, the first one. Before lockdown, Boyle. No, Williams. No, we haven't scored since the Exeter game, so it's one of them. No, no, before lockdown, the actual lockdown. Oh, um, you know, it's not going well when you have to say which lockdown. Was it? Oh, it was Chris Hussey against Colchester with the free kick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, my next question was who was the last person to score in 2020? Um, That would have been Circum. It was Circum. It was that goal against Stevenage, mm. which was our only goal since the X game, which isn't very fun. No. I've also, I've got some, I'm annoyed I didn't get to ask this one, so I'm going to ask it now anyway. If it weren't for Cotton Eye Joe, I'd have been married a long time ago. Where'd I come from? Where'd I go? 
Where did Tavon Campbell go? Gloucester City. Correct. What was the weather like when we watched Cheltenham against Leighton Orient? <laughs> Tragic. It was, it was terrible. It was the worst weather I'd ever been at a football match in. What is the postage for the cutouts? Uh, <laughs> um, I have no idea. I, I didn't get a cutout myself, so... It was £7. Um, yeah, I, you I'm have gonna, a in your room, don't you? I do, and it's scary. And it scares the people I live with when I leave the door open. It's just staring out into the hallway. It's, it's an awful picture of me. I've got faded blue hair, and I wish I'd just sent in a picture of the Cookie Monster. Right, I'm going to ask three more questions. Okay. Question one, spell circum. Um, S-E-R-C-O-M-B-E. Correct. How many fouls did we commit against South Shields? Um, I can't remember, to be honest. It was either tons or not much at all. The answer Google gives is seven, hmm. which is where That's my answer funny. for your South Shields question came from. <laughs> <laughs> the last one was, what was our pass accuracy when we beat Crawley 2-0? Um, 78 69 <laughs> Nice <laughs> We're so mature Okay, that, that's all our questions I think that was quite fun Yeah, I think so too I think we embarrassed ourselves Only a little bit Only a little bit I definitely should have known more than I did at the they're same not, time, they're not easy questions, you know. It's not like it is the point to have as little as possible getting right. So I think we did that exactly. all right. Nothing you, to be ashamed of. You just wait until our first guest comes on, and we are able to ask questions involving the whole history of Cheltenham Town, and not just the year of 2020 and the absolute mess that will ensue. It'll it'll be a massacre. It'll just be me and you constantly chucking questions at them Which for they won't about know. a minute and a half. And yeah, and they'll have no then, idea. We'll have to extend the time just so we can two whole make it happen a bit longer. Yeah, I, I feel like just pretend you're a guest and you've never actually met me. And you have to, I'm asking you what shirt my cutout is wearing at the moment. <laughs> It is correct, Harry, the blue for crew shirt, because for some reason I've got it in a child's large. It doesn't <laughs> fit on my not child's large body. No, at least it goes with your hair and the cutout. That's very true, and it goes does help with the creepiness, I think, when you just see a, a blue demon at the end of the hallway. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so guests... Well, the first guest we've got coming on is probably the former Cheltenham Ladies Development Manager, whom I worked with, and we beat Forest Green. And it was one of the proudest moments of my career. And I managed to forget that I had a torn ligament and jumped up and down when we scored and ended up on crutches for quite a bit longer. 
Well worth it though. Absolutely. When a you know a sixteen-year-old scores in a school field and you go absolutely mental. Any other time, and you'd probably have them call the police, but because I was a coach, it was allowed. <laughs> and our other guest is someone who knows pretty much nothing about Cheltenham and is just a head chef in a pub near Stroud. Well, Alex won't be very happy if you don't name drop the pub itself. Oh, yes. Um, it, um, oh, I can't actually remember. Question 21, Ben. Where does Alex work? Ooh, well, the head chef at 19 previously worked in the Apple Tree and the Oak in Bishop's Cleave, now works at the Lamb Inn in Eastcombe. Exactly. Which I don't Alex, think is open. I'm expecting our payment soon. Yeah. This episode of Up the Duck is sponsored by Alex at the Lamb Inn Eastcombe. <laughs> it's not. If you want to sponsor us, you can. And I've just remembered a question I was going to ask, but forgot to write down, so I'm going to do it now. Harry, what was my idea for Up the Duff merchandise? Oh, it was... Um... <laughs> I can't remember all of this stuff. <laughs> it was the Tozer towel, where you can dry your balls off on a nice, soft red towel. But embroidery is very expensive, so I just... I didn't for the one person that would want to buy that. Exactly. I didn't think it was worth it. And I'd just like to point out to those listening at home that Harry's drink is the exact same colour as his wall. Yes, it's... <laughs> I, uh, I have a, a, a neon yellow pint of squash here, and it blends in rather nicely with the, uh, the wall behind me, which I'm now showing Ben. It's uncanny how he's managed that. What I've got is a nice cream wool and a banana milkshake. So no, they do not. And hopefully all of you listening have got a bit more of an understanding of what we're like as people, because this is going to be less edited and a bit more natural and less professional just because we wanted to put that across as part of the alternative quiz of the year. Exactly. We're going in raw this time. Yes, that, that is exactly what we are doing. Hence why you've probably heard a lot more ums and ers and silence. But good news, everyone, I will cut out the first 10 minutes of the recording where it's me sat here waiting. Yeah, it'll, be, it'll be a lovely weight lift off Ben's shoulders because usually he spends hours and hours slaving away, largely just cutting out sound bites of me going um and uh well i try and think of responses to the things he is asking me just on the spot that's a very good point but to be fair i also have to make myself sound like i know what's going on and on multiple occasions i've re-recorded myself saying a word because of how weirdly i pronounced it in the original recording I see. I don't get these kind of of luxuries, um, so you have you have the misfortune of just listening to me how I am uh, throughout this entire process, which is fun. Right before we go, we're just gonna have a little bit of a chat about how they take on football away from us again. How annoying, really. 
I can just say it's annoying. They found this new strain coming from South Africa, apparently. And it has just put everything to a standstill once again, just as it looked like we were finally getting on top of things. Yeah, it is a real tragedy. Um, there's nothing quite like being in the stadium and, and watching your team mostly lose at the moment. Um, and hopefully we'll be, we'll be back at Wadden Road very soon, provided the government does get on top of, of all these lockdowns and you know, making sure people don't die. Yeah, um, we'll make it very clear. Our priority for all of this is that people don't die rather than we want to go watch football. Obviously, we're doing absolutely everything we can as individuals to help this get done by just not going outside, which I didn't do much of anyway. But now I have a reason to. And yeah, um, mostly losing. I, I managed three games this year. That was the amazing Exeter game the less amazing Portsmouth game and the annoying Bolton game where you got absolutely housed by them. Yeah, it wasn't pretty, but no, as Ben, as ben said, it, it, it is important to, you know, kind of just stroke our own egos here and say that we have been model citizens throughout the last however many months this horrible thing has been going on for to the point where we've racked up between us almost 450 pro clubs games um if there is if there is demand to watch to watch games of fc or nan i'm sure we can find a way of capturing them for you and putting them on youtube there is there is a video of us playing a pro clubs friendly on my YouTube. If people want that, I'll make it a public video. But I think we played a bit last night and I checked my stats and I'm up to 397 games on a game that came out a few months ago. And I think you're near a 450. It's and something like that. It's, can you imagine in 20 years and our little kids are like, Daddy, Daddy, what did you do during the coronavirus pandemic? I'm like, well, child. I played loads and loads of FIFA and GTA and watched Cheltenham on iFollow. Whoa, Daddy, you're a hero. I am. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not really sure where that came from. But yes, the likes of Michael Duff, John Flatt, Will Boyle, Ben Tozer and Nigel Atangana have all represented your nap. Not actually those people don't know it exists we've just made them in the game and since removed them. they they all did a stellar job for us um but as as we moved up the divisions of course we, we needed we needed reinforcement you know times change and while there are some ever presence for the club um we did need to bring new blood in after a while the only ever present left is Podolski, who, who scored our first ever goal on FIFA 21. So we just couldn't get rid of him. Exactly. It would be it would be a miscarriage of justice if we got rid of Podolski. He's he is a your nan legend, as it were. He absolutely is. He is right up there with legends such as John Terry at Chelsea, Messi at Barcelona, Grealish at Villa, Podolski at your net. 
And I'm not really sure how we got onto this, but we're just going to finish off with a little bit about the Mansfield game this coming Sunday, unless I don't edit it in time when it was the previous Sunday, where I will hopefully be saying, yay, we won, and we've just drawn Man City at home, and we're allowed to go watch it. But realistically, we've got Mansfield at home on Sunday, and I don't know what to expect. Me neither, to be honest. I mean, um, we've been poor recently. We looked we looked a lot better um, against Colchester. We just couldn't couldn't hit the target at all. Um, but it's a very it's a very winnable game. Um, we can definitely get into the fourth round, and hopefully, if we do get into the fourth round, we'll play. A big team at home. Yeah. You know, this season we don't want any any big away games purely on the fi- on the basis that we can't go there. Yeah, that is pretty much it. There is, I don't see much benefit to getting a Premier League team away. There's no big gate receipt. There's no, well, I guess there's the draw of the players wanting to play there, but we're going to be selfish here and say we want to be there as well. But it's gotten to a point where the better the team we play, the more confident I am because we seem much better against these teams challenging us for promotion and not very good against the smaller teams like Barrow and Morecambe. And I say Morecambe, even though I checked the table earlier and they're in the playoff spot somehow. No idea. It's uh, actually, no, I mean, a little bit of an idea. I mean, Derek Adams did. He either took Plymouth up or he got very close with Plymouth a few years ago. So it's, I, I don't know what a quality manager is doing up in Morecambe. He's doing a good job. Yeah. Now, obviously, there has been the rumour that Michael Duff is being linked to the vacant Fleetwood job. I can't see that happening. I feel like the only club he'd leave us for is Burnley. I completely agree. Um, don't really want to say anything too too broad just yet. You know, I don't want to jinx yeah. it. But at the same time... Um, I don't yeah. want to become a Fleetwood podcast. Or we can... Former Cheltenham Town defender Shane Duff will be the main inspiration for the title of this podcast rather than the Fleetwood manager. But no, I feel like Duff is... Hopefully here to stay for a while at least. Exactly. I mean, if if we have one question of the week this week, it should be, if Michael Duff were to hypothetically leave, what should we change the name of our podcast to? Yeah, that, that is our question of the week, everyone. Yeah. Um, I'm going to probably go cry for a bit thinking we might have to change um i was hoping 2021 would be our year for this podcast where we get on do it well and see what happens and we don't really want to start off with a rebranding especially because of how good our logo is and how long that took to make i should stress now that ben made it not me um harry the very good graphic designer he is very good I am not, and I made the logo for some reason. Yeah, if um, if if any, if anyone wants to commission me 
just bear in mind, I did not make that. We will soon have some Thank stuff you. that Harry's made, which will look much, much better than what we have at the moment. Yes. So I think, Harry, we are done. We are. I think so too, you know? Thank you, everyone, for listening to episode three of Up the Duff, Connor to Mastermind, sticking with the name. I've, I've had a lot of fun. It's been very interesting. And I hope I didn't embarrass myself too much. No, I don't think you did. Um, so, yeah, all's well that ends well. Uh, and we'll see you all again for episode four, which will be at some point. Yes, tune in at some point.